the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina. The show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from people that are doing interesting and powerful things in their own life. And uh, we're just so happy today to bring you some good news that you can use. <laughs> and today, today, we have a, a brand new friend of mine. It seems like I've known him, I've known him my whole life. I mean, the guy is amazing. We, we're, we're, we're a child of the long time ago in the 50s and all that. I know a lot of young folks don't know about that. So we, we won't get into that. But anyway, he's an amazing musician, artist. He's got a lot of talents. And we're going to just talk a little bit about him today. But I just want to bring him in here and introduce my friend, Bobby Horton. Bobby Hey, man, welcome to Extreme Carolina. How you doing? Well, I am fine, Michael, and I am so delighted to be with you today. You just, you fire me up, man. You man. really do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy I could do that. I really am. I mean, we're excited. I mean, the listeners will be fired up once they realize who you are. I mean, some, some of the young folks say, Bobby, who? Wait, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me Google that. You'll see, <laughs> see who he is. But uh, you've done some powerful things in your lifetime, and we're going to not just dilly around. We want to just uh, uh, just hit right at it. But you were a guy, before we get to where you're from, what you're doing now with your life is something you want to do your entire life, and that is to be an entertainer. And you go around the country entertaining folks, doing things that bring smiles to people's faces. And so, first question I want to ask you, man, is playing the guitar and doing that music, what is it that really brought you to this point in your life to where you're doing the thing you really want to do? When did that first happen in your life? Well, I'm just a product of positive people. I have, uh, I was raised in faith, uh, I believe there's a plan and, you know, and uh, all of those, you know, that's the back stuff, you know, that's just in there, right. uh, but I've always loved uh, music and I've loved history. Right. You know, of course I love, I like the sports and everything else, but I always wanted to do that for a living, but I didn't think you could do history or music for a living. So I did it on the side and the <laughs> long and short of it is when I left the insurance company in 1978, I've been playing music full time since then. Wow. And, yeah, and I'm just, I'm so blessed. Every day is a gift. I don't hate Monday, you know. And, <laughs> and I think if you've got a job, Michael, where yeah. you don't hate Monday, you're yes. doing pretty good. Yes, you know, you're doing great. I, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of folks don't know that. I mean, everybody's got a job in this country, probably around the world. You just said it. They When Sunday night comes, man, they are dreading it. As a matter of fact, the majority, I think it's like, 60, 70% of the heart attacks that happens, happen on Sunday night. I'm like, what? Wow, I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> that makes yes. sense. That yeah, makes because sense. folks are just dreading it. They dread going to a job they truly inside do not like 
like you. So uh, that passion, you had a good job, did you not, in I the did. insurance? Yeah, I went to college for it and everything and went to a little graduate school and, and you know, I didn't get get out of get a master's, but I got close. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But you know, it it, it was a, a wonder. I love my job, Michael. I've been working since uh, I, my first job was when I was fourteen, I think, by working in a print shop. Okay, and I've never had a job I didn't love. First of all, okay. I like working, you know, and and I don't know why. Busy. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think I had that's examples that were in my life, you know, like right. my dad and my mom, and you know, everybody. I knew pretty much being right. raised by the World War II generation. Yes, you were. Was incredible education. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I learned. I learned uh, that you work for what you want, but you try to find what you want to do. And in this country, uh, people run it down, and we got our warts and problems. And you know, every country does. But this country doesn't every, want a yep. person opportunity. And as mm-hmm. long as we, as Americans, have opportunity, this country is going to rock and roll. I mean, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, you you're you are a product of the baby boomers, and sure. uh, you know you were born I think in '50 I think is what it, what it said, yeah, and right. uh, you were raised by a WW two veteran uh, that was working at, and I know Chevrolet guys and all them other guys about to be pissed off, but anyway, your dad <laughs> he worked for a Ford dealership. <laughs> back right, in he was the a bike man. He fixed red cars. <laughs> He was a he was a heck of a guy, and he raised you. And out of all the things that he raised you with back then, what is I know there's a lot of things, but what is one of the main things that stick out with you today that he taught you back then? Uh, work hard, work smart, and uh, and to uh, and to always do well. He was a perfectionist. Yeah, you, you know, you don't do a job, you're not going to do a good job. If you're not going to do a right. job, don't do it. That's right. If you're going to do uh, do it right, do it correctly, do it the best that you can because the Lord gave you skills and abilities, and you want to Ooh. use them to the edge, yeah. to the very end of the, your line on abilities. You know what I mean? And, yes. Uh, he was he was a body man, Michael, and he was the fellow that owned the company used to come watch him weld with uh, acetylene right. because he he was it was beautiful. But he would never, as he got older. They offered him a management job, and he said, I could never do that job because I couldn't put my name on somebody else's work because it wouldn't be up to my standard. <laughs> you know, and that was what yeah. he believed that. Right. And, you know, and uh, I was proud of him. He won every award that those people gave, you know, uh, yeah. for that sort of work. And uh, so he, that was my primary example. And he was always there for me. There you go. You know, that's, he was at every cool. baseball game. He would, If I were playing the early game, uh, say, play in Little League, uh, I would look up there at five, five o'clock and there he'd be sitting down right foot line, dirty, just came out of work, didn't take a shower, came <laughs> sitting on his car watching me play ball. He yeah. was there. Every time I played the trumpet somewhere, he was there, you know, and mama too. I mean, they're right there together and they encouraged me. I, so, you know, uh, how can you miss yeah. if you keep your eyes open and see what's around you, you know? That, that is so powerful what you just said, Bobby, right there. I believe as a country, we've gotten away from parents being parents yep. and what they were, they were parents. They they were just not at every game, but they were there making sure that you did homework, that you did what you were supposed to do. And in other words, you had someone you could look to as an example. Yes, you sir. had someone you could look to, and they, and when you got in trouble or whatever, oh my 
goodness. I mean, it it, it wasn't pretty, and uh, it. <laughs> but you learn not to get in trouble. Now, I mean, like nobody's perfect, but you, based on what you're saying with the WW2 dad, I love that by the way, WW2 dad, uh, and uh, that's so important to be able to raise the child up in the way that he is to go in life. Right. Even though they may depart, but he'll come back to it. I know that's sort of a biblical or whatever, but... Uh, well, Michael, if I might throw something in there, just going along with what you're saying. there. If, if I didn't do my job at school, if I didn't do well in school, there were consequences <laughs> laid out by him. The, the real rewards at the end of a job well done were not there. Right. So I was, you know, that uh, is a carrot and a stick deal, and it works, you know, <laughs> apparently. Uh, cause I made, I did all right in school. I didn't love it. I hated it, but I right. did all right, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. And um, that's the part, what you just said, Bobby, is that I, I believe we're missing that in, 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 in life or in America today. I, I can't speak for them other countries, but in America right here, we're missing it because a lot of the folks, uh, are the kids that you see around today, they've got this, uh, mentality that somebody owed them something. You know, yes. that, you know, they, you know, well, I'm here and you owe me, you know, and uh, I don't want to do that job or whatever. I mean, that's OK to not want to do it, but nobody owes you anything. I mean, you, your that's parents, right. they raised you. They raised you up. Now you're an adult and go get it. And right. uh, it's up to you if you go get it. And speaking of going to get it, now I don't want to be no Dr. Phil and nothing like that. That's not what we're <laughs> talking about. But what we are here to talk about is Bobby. And what Bobby does now, what and and I want to make sure that people don't miss what it is you do. You are a musician and have had the opportunity to get with some folks that are doing some amazing things in this world. Like Ken, you told me about this story how you met Ken, the guy with the documentary. That uh, Ken Burns, yeah, out. Ken Burns, yeah. That was that was when you met him. You met him for the first time. Was that when you met him for the first time? You were telling me. Well, the, the first first uh, I was uh, I got a call from his brother. Uh, oh, okay, they were putting together a show called Civil War, a documentary for PBS, and they okay. wanted to use some of my music, which is already out there. I that's one of my businesses. I'd recorded his art music, got them out there, and got dealers all over the country. Right. And it was, it was a fluke deal, but it's part of the plan that I had nothing to do with. I can take credit for it, but I had nothing to do with it. You know, we all know what I'm talking about, too. That's right. But, well, uh, we'll say God on this show. We'll see it. Yeah, yeah well, we, <laughs> well, that is what I do every day. I'm okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the editor of American Heritage magazine in New York, they'd done an article on my recordings that I had to start recordings. Mm -hmm. And uh, he saw Ken in town in New York City and said, Ken, you're working on Civil War. I said, yeah. He said, well, there's a fella in Alabama that you need to listen to. And they did just that. And so I got a call. They put some stuff in their film. And uh, after Civil War ran, and it was like, oh, this thing just rocked the world. It really did. Everybody was talking about it. I mean, it started a, a conversation about our history. And right. people started becoming history, you know, because of this. But a few, a few weeks later, after it had run, I got a call from him. He said, uh, from Ken, he said, you know, you know, when you play that Dixie thing at the, for the surrender on the guitar. Yeah. Uh -huh. Cause you do want to take me out to the ball game. We're about to do the history of baseball. And so I said, well, yeah, 
Man, yeah, I can do that. I can play that song. I love that tune. I love baseball. I grew up loving baseball. And yeah. I asked him, Ken, how many, how many decades are you going to cover? And he said, from the 18, early 1800s all the way up through 1980s. Nice. You're going to need music from different eras. He said, yes. Yeah. Well, I got a studio here at Tavis. I got about 50 instruments I play from horns to trumpets to strings to rock and roll stuff to drums, you know. Right, right. And, uh, uh, and I, I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do exactly what you asked, but I'm going to do, uh, uh, I'm going to do several versions to take me out the ball game. It's kind of to let you know that I can work in the different. Right. Range. So, I mean, uh, Michael, I did a, I did what he asked for. I put a string quartet with that a classical guitar. Then I did a, a symphonic type thing. I did a big band version of it. I did an, a, a version of take me out the ball game. They did. If a uh, Booker T Washington, not Booker T Washington, Booker T and the MGs, of organist uh, Booker T was playing the organ and right. with uh, with James Brown's horn section they would have done nice. it just like this you know stuff <laughs> like this just cross board hillbilly music I play some hillbilly music some right. uh, a version of it and I I think I did ten versions of Take Me Out the Ball Game and I've been working for him ever since I'm, I've done twenty I'm working on film I think number twenty one wow right now. and I've been working for thirty one years just finished uh, Benjamin Franklin which will run next year so wow you know that is for a lot of folks don't know even though you said it that is Ken Burns have won a documentary uh, what is it the uh, uh, Grammys or whatever it's called oh yeah he, uh, Emmys he's won in fact well the soundtrack for his film went has won Grammys. Uh, wow. I mean, he's he's the the premier documentarian in the world, at least right now. There's no doubt about it. His stuff runs all over the world. It's uh, translated in I forget how many countries. And uh, yeah, I'm real proud to know him. He is an amazing guy, and his crew is amazing. They they never quit. They just retire. They they're such a great team. They're brilliant, <laughs> wow. and uh, they not, you know when you work for them, you know what they want. Right. And, uh, I've got an assignment, another assignment on the one I'm working on now, just yesterday. That I've got to do eight cuts, so you know. That uh, is, go ahead, it's, go ahead. It's just wonderful. I mean, and see, this is not my plan. My plan was totally different than what I've ended up doing with my living. Hmm. But I had all these people, like my grandfather, who I who I revere. There, no offense to your grandfather, but he's probably the smartest man to ever live, and he didn't hmm. go fifth grade, you know. <laughs> but he gave me advice that right. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I can quote him, you know. So what was it, that? What was that advice? Well, you know, I'm gonna tell you. I was I was working uh, in uh, in an insurance company, which I love the job. I love the people I work with, mm-hmm. and I was. Not, but I was playing music. I never quit playing music. I've been in a band since I was in seventh grade. I've never not been in a band wow. in my whole life since seventh wow. grade. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, I was uh, I was never home. My first child had been born, and I and I said I got to quit something because I was working sixteen hours every day. I mean, at least. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it was like I, I, I got three hours sleep and had to go back in the insurance company. Mm-hmm. I was programming mainframe computers for the accounting people, you know, in the right. building in that company. Well, I had to quit something and I went to see my grandpa. I had a half day's vacation left. I said, uh, so I said, I took my last day, half day vacation I had with the company and I drove to Lionville, Alabama, which is where my grandma and grandpa lived, out mm-hmm. in the country in Clay County, Alabama. Mm. And I pulled up uh, to the house, took an hour, a little over about an hour and 20 minutes to get there. And I, and Papa came walking out and said, and he put his hat, came up the car, took his hat and pushed it back. said, well, well, hey, what you here for? And I got out of the car and leaned on it. And we talked. I said, Papa, I need your advice. And uh, he said, well, what's going on? And I said, well, 
said, I have this job uh, that, at Liberty National. Well, I shouldn't have said the name of the company. I'm sorry. But it's an insurance company. And, and, they, and they love, they, they like me. I'm moving up. I'm doing well. And, right. uh, and, and, the, and they have the security of this big company. Mm-hmm. And I play music. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Security? And I said, yes, sir. They, they really take care of their people. They, they, uh, it's their people that work for them the whole life. So I've got security. He said, uh, uh-uh, that's not security. Son. He said, Come on. Yeah. this is a guy that's never been past the fifth grade. And I could tell you his life story and you go, wow. Anyway, but he said, no, 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 no. He said, uh, there's only three thing, three forms of security on this earth as you, as a human being have. And that's number one, how many things do you know how to do? Mm-hmm. Number two, how hard are you willing to work? Yep. Number Three, how well do you know the Lord? Said, that is the closest you're going to get to security on their surf. There is no security, sir. That's right. I said, Start over. And I said, Well, Papa, uh, I got this job, the insurance. Good job. <laughs> I'm playing music on the side. I said, Which one yeah. are you making the most money at? He says, Right now, I'm making more money playing music. He said, Which one do you want to do? And I said, Music. He said, uh, uh, do you do you think you can support your family? I said, yes, sir. I'm working with two really, really nice guys. They're in it for the right reasons. They're not drinkers or womanizers, all the things that music can bring. We've right. got a business plan. We see a market out there because conventions are rocking and rolling, and we, what we're doing would fit just right. There. So I said, we've got a business plan. And he's, he did like this. He said, son, it sounds to me like you've made your decision already. <laughs> and I said, well, Papa. I just had to hear you say that. That's why I drove down here. And I said, thank you very much. Jumped in the, went and hugged Mama Camp, kissed on her, you know, she was, anyway, and then got in the car, drove back to Birmingham. And on the way back, I said, I'm going to, I got uh, in two weeks, I'm going to give them two week notice. I know uh, I'm going to, you know, you know, let people know I was responsible for the billing system programming at that time. So I was going to get a job. So I kind of helped them said on the QT, don't tell anybody, but this is, this is probably, you're probably going to hear this. And Mm -hmm. anyway, at the long short of it is I got, I got some real enticements to stay, but didn't do it. Wow. And I went into music and I haven't looked back because that is the plan. It fell Mm -hmm. in my lap. My plans go by, go, but right. the plans that stick fell in my lap, and I know from whence all blessings flow. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I do, man. <laughs> I, I, know mean, you that, do. I mean that I know you that do. that right there, as you said, you know, it, it wasn't your plan. You you were oh. looking at the, the other plan. I love the advice that your that your papa or your grandpa, whatever you call him, papa. Uh, yeah, papa, whatever he gave. Matter of fact, you said you went out in the country from Birmingham to his place. What what, what was the name? What was the city that he lived in? Lineville. Lineville, Alabama. Now, <laughs> uh, you know, they were trying to come up with a Lineville was so small, they were trying to come up with a uh, a, a uh, slogan for a car tag that the, that the high school band was trying to sell to raise money. Yeah. And all they came up with says, Home with a Kudzu. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because if folks had never heard of or Alabama or Birmingham, they had no idea what Lionsville is. What's it close to? Because we know it's an hour and a half away from Birmingham because you say well, that. Everybody's heard Talladega, you know, because of the racetrack that is there. Okay, right, Talladega. About forty-five or fifty miles from through the through the Talladega National Forest to get to mm-hmm. Lionel. Pretty wow. country, real pretty country. <laughs> truly, truly, is it lovely? Yeah, Terrible yeah. farmland is old rocky soil and everything, and yeah. heavy clay. But you know, that's <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> love, that's right. I love that. You know that you. You know. Uh, you know you had that family. 
that you could trust to be able to give you that solid advice. Because on this show, we always ask somebody, we ask everybody, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, you just told us. Right I did, and that is it. By a, I mean, because I haven't looked back since 1978. I mean, wow. I'm a, as the old saying goes, I'm a happy, I'm happy as a pig in poo. I'm telling well, you, I'm a happy guy. You know. Now, see that right there, you know, should tell all of those that are listening to this show, which we know there are thousands listening to the show, but it should let them know that unless you are doing the job that you have a deep passion for that you have a deep inside passion, that you love it, that you can't wait to wake up and go do that job. If you ain't got that job, that's the wrong job. Yeah, That is the wrong job. And so that's why there's so many heart attacks on Sunday night, because they don't have that job, you know, to be able to, because if you had that job, then, because see, that's what I do. You know, I'm I, a human resource guy and I help companies you know, we're trying to get that employee engagement together. But anyway, I don't, we're not here to talk about me, but, uh, uh, Kent, man, I mean, I mean, wow, Bobby, I want to call you Ken Burns there, but, uh, Bobby working with Ken Burns. I mean, here's a guy that has won some awards, these Emmys, but now a lot of those Emmys had a lot to do with you. And, uh, because of your uh, music, well, well, the reason I'm saying your music, because you're coming to our little bitty part of the world, uh, our little bitty Lionville, which is actually Hayesville, North Carolina, because this will come out before you're coming to our little part of the world. And you're going to be do some entertaining for us. And we just can't wait for you to get here. So, uh, but uh, thank you for being doing this. We really appreciate it. But even thank you more for coming to Hayesville. We can't wait for you to get here and hear some of those songs that helped, let me say that, that helped Ken Burns to win those Emmys and things like that. Now, and he's actually, <laughs> you know, the kind of music that comes through it that you play, this is the music you love your entire life. I mean, that kind of music with the Civil War, yeah. the big, you know, take me out through the ball game, whatever. You know, you like that stuff. Matter of fact, you love that. But now, out of, oh, all, yeah. the, love it. Out of all the, and I know I'm going to put you on the spot here. All the music that you played, that you played, what's kind of your favorite in there? You know, I mean, what's kind of, I mean, is it 1800s or is it up to the date or what's your favorite? Well, it's a toss up. I mean, I'm an old trumpet player, so I, you know, I like I like jazz. I mean, I like early jazz a ton. You got I mean, really, you know, I, I just listened to a show on the radio. It's a wonderful show from, and they're playing stuff from the uh, 20s, which is fascinating. Ooh, to yes. love that. Yes, but I'm glad to say, Michael uh, Mozart's my hero. I love classical as well. Classical, just uh, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to teach myself how to play classical violin and have for years, and I. I have the worst teacher in the world, but uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> but you know, it depends on what day it is and where I'm sitting. What's my favorite music? Because I love it all. I there mean, I truly love it all. I, I've been exposed to it all through my r raising here again. That just yeah. fell in my lap, uh, and I love every bit of it. Uh, and I love because the people that created that music had a need. I think God put that in us. We've got yes, to we got to play me. We've got to he express is. ourselves. Got to get it out. Mm -hmm. Sir. And, and that's every, 
I mean, every continent, every generation, every, I mean, going way, 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 you know, you see a cave drawings with some sort of musical instrument looking thing uh, on them. So, I mean, you know, it goes back and, uh, you know, and what I'm going to, what I'm going to do up there. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of you. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't mean to do that. Don't mean to do that. You tell us what you're going to do. No, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, but let me say very briefly, right. this people, music is important to people and I have empathy for all, for people, even people I'm reading about in history, I have, you know, put you, you juxtapose yourself into the history, and that's when it comes to life. That's why I love it so much. And and he said, you know, I have a I have a feeling and an affection for these people, and say, oh my goodness, when they had the hard times, mm-hmm. you know, because you learn mm-hmm. from them, how did they handle it. But the point is, if you have empathy for people, you don't have a tendency to judge them harshly mm. in history because wow. that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, so this music. You get to people through that music that was important to them, whether they were a, 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 a Billy Yank, you know, just a kid from Michigan down here in Alabama uh, <laughs> at war, or a, a, a fella from North Carolina. It's uh, oh, up in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. he didn't know where he is and why he is, but he knows that his state called him. I have empathy for him. I have empathy for the young black person that's a slave that can't get out. Mm-hmm. He can't go. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have empathy for him. So, but you can you can feel that empathy as you you hear their songs as they're going through the hard times. Yeah. And we all go through hard times. And, yep, and I try not to judge these people, you know, because they're human beings and they did the best they could do. Yep. You know, yeah. that's what you. music shows as you yeah. study, especially like Civil War, when the worst time to be an American was during that six, you know, that war was so. People don't understand how horrible it was. Yes, it was, man. It oh, it was. was. Yeah. And in 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 the part I'm glad you said that about the trumpet because I believe you play several instruments, you know, and the trumpet you I think you let it out. That's one of your favorite instruments. Oh, you God. love, you love that trumpet. I've not played it, but I love it. <laughs> now, you use but, it though, still use it. Yeah, and and I asked you earlier, you know, about the what's your favorite music. I do know that you said Mozart is a personal hero. Yeah, you love that guy. He, he does some amazing stuff. That you love Mozart, and uh, which is great. Your personal hero, but now I I love the story you told about the about the trumpet. I, I don't want to get away from that because this is so important that you that your your dad you know played that thing and that yeah. you wanted to and that it was a, it was hard for you to play it. I, I'm gonna let you say it. You know <laughs> why you at first couldn't play it. But go ahead and share with you. You know what? He, my dad, never heard my father play because his teeth were gone at the end of World War II. You know that right. killed his armature. But he loved the music. We listened. I grew up listening to Satchmo and uh, listening to uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Glenn Miller and all the big band stuff. Yeah. And fell in love with that. And so yes. uh, I started messing around with my dad's trumpet. And I guess I was trying to impress him and make him proud, I guess. But I loved it. I loved it. I said, right. You know, as a kid, if you got the right attitude, Michael, you say, I'm going to do that. That's right. I'm going to play trumpet. Hey, That's I'm going right. to play bass. I'm going to play, you know. And, and if you, you were seven head, years old. Yeah. yeah. You know. You were like, yeah, you were a young fellow, like seven yeah, years old. Yeah, seven years old when I started messing with his horn. Yeah. Wow. Seven years old. I bet your papa was. His chest probably was way out there, man. And uh, you know, and 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 with him having no having that teeth issue, I mean, and he in his head, he knew how it should sound. He was playing it, but then he heard his son, 
That's my boy playing that thing, man. He probably, he probably went and got mama and, and cousins. Y'all come in here. Everybody come in here. Bobby's playing the trumpet. <laughs> he didn't do that for about three or four years. So after I met him, because that boy at the perch, it sounded like a dog that had just been run yeah. over. Probably. <laughs> well, that's so funny, man. I, you know, I tell you what, man. I can sit here and talk and talk and talk to you for days, man. Because I, there's no way that we're going to be able to cover everything in the little bitty amount of time that we have. However, I do have enough time to ask you about a couple other things. And, uh, and, and that is one of the things about uh, uh, the, recently, last weekend you did a, a series on three concerts uh, at Jefferson County Civic Center. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, that's right near Birmingham. And to celebrate 50 years of being in a band. Yes, 50 sir. years. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? I, I let most of it out but you can tell us what I didn't say. Well, you know, I was talking about how I made that decision to go into music. Yeah. That's the very band that's still going. We've been playing 50 years. That was 1970. Uh, let's see. 1978. Mm-hmm. Full-time band. We've been playing since 1971. Wow. And it started to grow. And with its name, the group is Three on a String, where we do all kinds of stuff. I mean, in that group, I played five-string banjo, guitar, dobro, trumpet, and you know, and then every now, every now and then, something. You know, but we have a guy that plays violin or fiddle, and we mm-hmm. have a, a, a guy, my partner for fifty years, is it plays blues harmonica, and he also can play you know, swing chords. And when he plays, we do it like in the mood. I play horn. Uh, Brad plays a, a second violin part, which would be like the second alto part. Wow. And, yeah, and then but Jerry plays the lead. Horn, uh, sax stuff on a on a rack with while he's playing guitar, uh-huh. and he, he he covers all the first violin parts, and we have a bass, you know, doing do 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 do, and so that's like we do stuff like that even. So we do all kinds of music, but a lot of skits and a lot of silly stuff. And I'm very proud of these boys because you know we've done it for 50 years and are still working. I got two today. I got to go to two jobs today. Well, listen, I would like to get some of that music that you three are together. Would you send me some of that music? I know you got it on a CD or somewhere that you could send it to me. And uh, I know you got it. I know it's not so <laughs> old away. But not uh, much. Yeah, but you got a little bit. You got oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you would send it. You. Would, I'm going to give you our, my address after once we get off the air. But okay. uh, would you send it to me though? I mean, uh, yeah, I yeah, sure. I'll need to go get it, but we, yeah, I sure will. Okay, all right, I Absolutely. will do that because man, this is fantastic. I love the fact, and I know some of that stuff that you three did together was sort of some big swing band or some jazzy stuff in there, right there, which is my favorite, by the way. I love, ah, that stuff. yeah, I love that stuff, man. I can't, can't wait. For you to send that to me now we're we're about to run out of time but now oh okay well, but, uh, but we yeah i'm telling you we just get started it sounds like it sounds like we just started two minutes ago but uh this has been amazing and uh one of the things that you i mean you still are playing like today you said you got two shows to go do yeah, i mean we're working too. what is it that has kept you driving still doing it 50 years later. What is it, man? 
I mean, 50 years you've been doing it and you still like you just started. So what is it that keeps you going? Well, uh, we we love it. We love each other, and we love the people we play for. It's a people thing, you know. We don't. We gave up trying to impress people years and years and years ago. We have so we go out and have fun with people. That job with that group, well, really any performance you do, but I can mm-hmm. today might be the most fun I ever had in my whole life. Wow. One of these gigs might end up being that, mm-hmm. and it's still that way uh, it, because we're we're pulling off the people we're we're playing for, and we're you know it, it's. Uh, and, and plus where there's, there's, you know, we're all like family. We're working for people right now and have for several years. One of the early guys came back to us and uh, I just love those guys, they're family, you know? And so we're, we're, we have that and, and we just enjoy the moment and the people and try to make those people laugh. I mean, we do a variety of music, you have know, all kinds of stuff and just try to play for who we're playing for, you yeah. know? And uh, I don't know, it's, it's just been a, I mean, we we you know we we've got a, a following of people that have just been come see us for years, or or you know the people that well, we've been all over the country playing. It uh, it's it's just it's part of the plan, and that's not of my making because none of it is. It fell in my lap, yeah. just like everything else. And from we like I said was from I know from whom all blessings flow. And that's right, flow so, from God, uh, bro. They flow from yeah, God. well, and, you know, yeah, sure. Oh my, oh my, yes, you well, know. But, uh, I just savor it. I enjoy it. I, I, I enjoy life. Wow. I've been given life and I've learned to enjoy life. You know, I, I, you know, I, I tell you what, we are blown away. We being extreme Carolina, we're blown away that you've uh-huh. taken time to come onto the show and share with us something, not just something, but you have been in a band since you were in the seventh grade. Ever since then, you've been in a band. And so, and you shared that with us, which means if you wouldn't, if you were pretty bad, you probably wouldn't still be playing music in that band. You, somebody would have pulled you to the side and said, excuse me, uh, uh, Bobby, uh, that ain't it. <laughs> you know, so, well, but, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Michael, I could give you, I can name my heroes on every instrument I play and, and I'm not worthy to carry their case so i know where i stand you know what i mean but i do i love it though i love it and yeah well i'll tell you what uh bobby you have been blessed god has blessed you blessed you with uh talent and skill and through that you're sharing that with us and the rest of the world and we're just so happy that you are still doing it and that you are happy doing it so keep doing it brother don't stop until it's time to stop and only you and God know when that is. So, but for yep, right yep. now, but for right now, you, two weeks from now, we're going to see up here, you know, the good Lord willing. And as my uh, dear departed mother used to say, uh, if the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we'll it, see it, you it, here in, yep. in two weeks. But man, I want to thank you for coming on the show so very much. We're at Extreme Carolina. We really appreciate it. So thank you. You know what? We'd like to have you back somewhere down the road. Would you would you mind coming back on the show? Oh, Michael, you're de- you're delight, but Joey, I'd love to come whenever you say yeah, I'll be here. You know. Uh, well, thank you, thank you for saying that. With you, I'm not kidding you because I feel like I got a new, new friend. I'm gonna meet for the first time in two weeks. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. We can't wait to see you in two weeks. Uh, thank you for being on the show, and we look forward down the road to having you back, man. And uh, you've just been a delight 
today to be on the show. We really enjoyed it. We look forward to seeing you uh, in two weeks. So thank you, man. Appreciate that. Thank Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. And uh, before we hang up here, we're going to do what we always do. Let everybody know. Thanks for tuning in to Extreme Carolina. Uh, It has been fun. And we always like to share with you people that are passionate and driven, such as Bobby here, uh, to share with us the gifts that they've been given. And uh, and it encourages us and it encourages all of our listeners at Extreme Carolina. We're so excited. And so as we like to do at the end of each show, we like to say a positive quote to keep folks going. And I'm going to give them a drum roll. I know, you know, Bobby will probably laugh at this. That was the drum roll. So we just gave it that. But here it is, folks, what you've been waiting for. The quote of the quote of the day. When you are bigger than your job, it's a career. But when your job is bigger than you, it's a calling. That's something somebody sent me a long time ago, and I thought it fit today with Bobby and what he does. But anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Go to michaelborkman.com and check out the website and everything we go and go to our media sites and all that, and you can check us out. So thanks again. Appreciate everybody being here. God bless y'all. Peace. We out.